Aloha friends! Are you trying to find a way to keep your kids engaged during the holidays versus being stuck on electronics? Did you know that you can intertwine education into your normal holiday traditions but still keep the fun in it? Yes, you can. And better yet, you'll be able to save time, keep your kids on this path of learning all the time. And like I said, continue with the holiday spirit because that's what this whole season is all about anyways. So let's jump in and I'll go over three holiday traditions that you can turn into fun and educational activities. It's all about homeschooling during the holidays. Let's jump in. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, friends. In this episode, I'm going to talk about homeschooling during the holidays and how to turn your holiday traditions you're probably already doing into fun and educational activities. Yes, you can still learn and have education during the holiday season. And this may be for you, especially if you're trying to keep your kids off electronics or you just want to get them more engaged. Because I know one thing, when you get into a holiday season, it can be super busy, you know, stressful, and the kids kind of get left on the side. I have done it before where I'm like, we're taking a break. Mom can't do homeschooling and everything all at once. And then what I realized was by the time we got back into school, it was like such a struggle just to get them from vacation mode back to school mode. So what I've learned over the years was, okay, instead of totally eliminating school, We've intertwined our homeschool into our holiday traditions that we already do. And that way you are still saving time. You will keep your kids learning and you can still keep the holiday spirit because that is what it's all about. I'm going to go over three activities that you probably already do during this holiday season. And I'm going to teach you how to tweak it so that you can include your kids in it and also keep it educational. And I will go over how it is educational because I think that's a part of us as parents is changing our mindset when it comes to learning. We don't think that some of the mundane tasks or holiday activities that we already do could count as being educational, but they can. That is the secret. So let's start off with the first one, holiday cards. I'm pretty sure a bunch of you already send out holiday cards. But include your kids. Yes, it might take a little bit more time, but if you're already doing homeschooling, I included this in our homeschool time. So it actually didn't take me more time. It just saved me time because I am the one who usually writes the holiday cards, the addresses, stamp it, and send it. Well, this time around, I told myself, you know what? I'm going to include this into our homeschool. That way, I am not taking extra time out of my schedule to do this holiday card. So I'll go over what I did with the boys and then also what it teaches them. So you understand 
how this is still educational because you might be thinking, okay, I do all of that, but how, what does this teach our kids? You know, what are they actually learning? So let's start with what they did. First of all, I gave them little tasks one by one. That is one thing when you have a 10, 7, and 5-year-old, you can't give them 3 million things or even just 3 things to do at one time. So one thing at a time. For example, I need you guys to put the cards in the envelopes. Let me know when you're done. When they told me they're done, okay, let's sit at the table. Now I'm going to give you names because I had a list of names who we were giving our cards to. I'm going to give you names and each of you are going to write their names right in the middle of the envelope. And even my five-year-old got to write names on the envelope. I know his writing is not the best, so he did not participate in addresses, but I adjusted according to their abilities. Um, They all put stamps on the cards. And then we also sat there and we talked. We had great conversations. I believe that education comes with great conversations too. It doesn't always have to be something in a book or a worksheet or something like that. You can really have good engaging conversations with your kids and allow them to talk and critically think and communicate and so forth. It really does teach them a lot. So in the end, what does including your kids in doing the holiday cards and so forth teach them? Well, the basics, reading, writing, because they are going through the cards. I had them read the cards and read the notes that we put in there, um, writing because they sat there and they wrote all the names out. Yes, they did. And like I said, I included this in our homeschooling time. So that saved me time from doing holiday cards and writing it all out. It also teaches them communication and social skills because I am teaching them how to address, you know, someone on the envelopes, but also how to talk to people. When I asked them, I said, oh, who's that person? Oh, this is our family member. Do you know them? No. Okay. If you see them, how would you address them? For example, that's grandma, that's auntie, that's cousin, and they know, okay, how we're connected. So it does also teach genealogy, your family tree, and so forth. On the other side, it can teach math. And you're like, how does holiday cards deal with math? Anything with numbers deals with math. So stamps, we talked about the stamps. We talked about forever stamps. We talked about how much each stamp is worth. And then we did some simple math, how to add it up. You know, how much did all of this cost? You know, I gave them a stack of envelopes and I said, okay, how much is all of that going to cost us to mail it each individual stamp? So they got to do math that way too. Also, number of cards you're mailing. So for my five-year-old who can't really do do all of that, I had him count the cards and I said, okay, who are we giving this to? I gave him different stacks, made him count it. I made him do like simple addition and subtraction and so forth. How much do we have left to mail? How much do we how much stamps do we need for those? That's all math. And when you really think about it, Since you do this activity already, including your kids into the activity gets them to understand, wow, I can still learn, I can still do math, I can still do education, school, whatever you want to call it during a holiday activity. And it wasn't that bad (laughs) because if your kid associates school with dread, then that can be a hard thing to do when you're saying, hey, let's do some school. And they're going to be like, no. But if you're like, let's do some holiday cards. I need some help from you. And you include them in it. You have great conversations. And then you can make it fun. You know, 
sit there and tell them, okay, I want you to guess how much cards we're going to do or let's make a game out of this. Who do you know and who do you not know? How do you pronounce that name? How would you say that name? And so forth. And at the end of it, you can tell them that was our school. That was education. That was our education activity. What did you think about that? And if you have an older child who, like I said, dread school, that may start changing their way of thinking about school too. All right, let's jump into the second one. DIY ornaments. And this one is super straightforward. But if you do not have a whole lot of craft supplies, this is for you. Because I just went to this awesome, it's called Tinkertopia, and where the kids can just create. And it just inspired me to go, hey, you can do this at home too. Just save a whole bunch of recyclables, small boxes, bottle caps, strings, beads, buttons, whatever you have lying around your house. And what you can do with your kids is you can have them create to their heart's desire. Really get them to creatively think about things that they can make into an ornament to put on the tree. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be a little small thing, but let their imagination run wild. Give them if they can use hot glue, then I'm all about hot glue because it's the easiest and fastest thing to use. I've taught my kids how to use it, or they can just use tape or something else, whatever to connect it. What does this teach them? Very simple, arts and craft, but it also teaches them critical thinking. It teaches them creative thinking, engineering, because they have to actually put it all together and have it stay together, and science, because that includes all these recyclables that they probably were going to throw away anyways and you can make it into a little piece of art and that is a simple one that you can do with anyone even if your kid can't handle hot glue then you can probably assist them and then at the end of making the ornaments you go okay that was our school that was our arts and crafts section that was our stem section you know how did you were able to put it together and be able to keep it on the trees without it falling apart imagine what your kids would think about that. Wow, we did school mom? Yeah, that was an activity, an educational activity. I, I thought you'd enjoy it. What did you think about it? Always go back and ask their questions for your kids and let them know like that was school. I want you to associate school with fun and that's how you can continue to do it. All right, that was a fast one. The last one is choosing a tree, a Christmas tree. And for us, we love to go cut our Christmas trees down at a Christmas tree farm. You can even do this, though, if you just go to a store to get a Christmas tree because you can turn it into a nature walk, even if you're in a store looking at different trees. Because what you're doing here is you're comparing and contrasting different types of trees. Think about color, the needles, the fragrance, maybe the strength of the branches, the shape, the height, the cost, like Go through all of that with the kids. Take some time when you're walking through the store or you're walking through the tree farm to think about these things and ask the questions. What's the difference between that one and that one? What is the color difference? Look at the needles, touch it, feel it, smell it. Let your kids explore using all their senses. I want you to touch the branches. Is that one stronger than that one? What, what makes it stronger? Is it thicker? Is it skinnier? And so forth. Because what this teaches them is science, nature, comparison, and differences. It teaches them how to use all of their senses rather than just looking at a tree and being like, oh, that one looks fine. But why? Ask them those questions. It also teaches them math when you start comparing height difference, width, 
if you're looking at different costs and you're telling them, okay, this is our budget for our tree. We need to look for a tree that costs this much. And they can find like their top three or top five and compare and contrast. Okay, that one costs this much. What was the difference between that cost and this one? What was the height difference? You can have them um, think about estimation. You know, will this fit in the space at home that we have it set for? Is it too big? Is it too small? Is it too tall? Is it too short? You know, when you think about things like that, that is using math. That is using your critical thinking for your kids. And you're expanding this simple activity with them into, yes, it's more questions and more fun. To me, it's more fun when you're like asking more questions and having your kids engage rather than walking around and going, oh, that tree looks nice. Okay, that one looks fine. Now they're getting into it and seeing like, oh, mom, this one might be better for the ornaments. This one might be better because I like the smell of it and so forth. And maybe if they touch a tree and the needles fall out, they will understand, well, that one might be a little messy or this one looks a lot more sturdier. And now you're getting your kids to a point where they're going to start thinking about other things in the same way, start comparing and contrasting and understanding that, you know, I can use my mind in so many ways, even with picking a Christmas tree. And if you're like me and you're at a Christmas tree farm and you have to saw that tree down, then you can have your kids be involved in that too. If they're safe with tools, you can teach them how to be safe with tools. And then that's another thing that you can teach your kids. So to wrap it up, I just want to say you can turn any holiday activity into something educational. If you just think about how can I have my kids be involved in it? What can I do? What questions can I ask them? How can I get them to critically think? And this way, now you're turning just your regular holiday traditions into fun and education activities. I hope you guys take advantage and try this out with your kids. You can just pick one. You don't have to do all three. But pick one thing and try it with your kids and see how they enjoy it. Just start asking questions with them. See if they want to do more of it. See how you can do it better next time and so forth. And if you do one of these activities, I would love, love, love for you to just share it on your Instagram story and tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. I would love to see if you did like a DIY ornament, if you had your kids help you with the holiday cards or if you turned your Christmas tree choosing, because I know it's like in the middle of December already, but some of you might not have picked a tree yet into a nature walk. All right, guys, I hope this is inspiring you to continue the learning during the holidays. And as always, stay amazing. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.